Hi. Hi. If you like this podcast, we've got a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash grandpodcast. And if you join our Patreon by giving us like, I think I put it up to $3 a month as the basic one, um, which is, come on, how much is that? That's nothing. Um, for four episodes of a podcast, but also you get access to our Slack, our grand podcast Slack, which is quickly becoming a hotbed of debate and discussion on all the sorts of conversations that we have um, on this podcast. So if it you is. want to be interrupted on a regular basis with thoughts that are too stressful to think about and you want to pay some money, you can do that now. That's set up. What do you want to promote this week? This week, I'd like to promote a Restaurants Brighton thing that is accessible to the whole of the nation. You can go to a page, restaurantsbrighton.co.uk forward slash food hyphen gifts hyphen Sussex and download yourself some lovely Sussex produce from Sussex with love. Download some produce. Download. Buy some produce. (laughs) (laughs) Restaurants Brighton is a front for a Star Trek replicator company. I did not (laughs) realise. I didn't even realise that. And you can order some delicious (laughs) (laughs) Sussex produce uh, from Sussex with Love. Without having to go into an Ocado-style queue where you'll be at number 15,000 for the next five years. Um, If you want to help me out... To stay free and so happy, um, um, you can come to get my free ebook called Tracking Happiness and Why It Works by joining my mailing list at goodtohear.co.uk slash free and just kind of get rolling on this. If you just want to be obsessed with tracking, <laughs> the sell is you'll get organised, you'll understand yourself, you'll just get so much done. It's going to be amazing. And you'll know that you did the right thing. And when you remember back to what you did, you'll be like, yeah, that was the right decision. So that's what all this is driving towards. So if you want a kind of like slightly nerdy approach to life, then come to goodtohear.co.uk slash free. Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly remote call between two friends, having a chat, doing a bit of therapy, worrying about what's wrong with the world, thinking about climate change, thinking about uh, globalisation and capitalism. Less about globalisation, more about capitalism, Hmm. because globalisation is what those Nazis talk about and just generally like high-minded discussions. My name's Michael Forrest and I'm Ivanka Magic and this week what what are we talking about? Life. Life! (laughs) Human life. Human life. The art, the art of living. No we're not, we're talking, (laughs) yeah we're talking about the value of human life and the art of gardening. Uh, <laughs> that's a surprise to me we, could, we always want to talk about gardening look some of us don't have a garden and we have to sit at our upstairs window sort of craning out to sort of feel like we're we're sitting in a garden um well, i'm sorry well you should be because it's your fault that we didn't get a garden um yeah with the value of human life and you were sort of talking about in in relation to different governments' responses and different political persuasions, apparently uh, how much value they seem to put on human life. 
um, seems to differ and and, um, it, and it, yeah and yeah. the obvious connection is some sort of authoritarian government but I don't think it is that well I the authoritarian it's... ones are the ones that are looking after people the best aren't they yeah because um... exactly different kinds of uh, governments in in other lenses might that that even the ones that through another lens might be cons- considered a bad government in this if you view them through this particular lens they they do at least seem to value the lives of their citizens mm. so that's one thing but also in generally with the in the billionaire world the lack of value placed on an individual human's life even aside from coronavirus i think you know this is a a bit of a world's colliding topic yammer on about nothing how are you doing Ivanka I have delighted this week in the number of people that walked past my garden and admired it (laughs) garden (laughs) (laughs) no one's admiring our garden it looks like rubbish why are they Um, admiring it so much what's so good about it it's a really lovely garden. <laughs> okay, well, pictures on the Instagram. Right, I'll put some pictures on the Instagram. But yes, I've taken this approach to gardening, which is one that is uh, somewhat chaotic. In that I have like a potato plant next to a lavender bush and a maize plant, and so people lean over the fence and kind of go, "Oh, look, she's got maize over there." Oh, oh, they've got cabbage. Oh, they've got so it's. <laughs> well, it also I did looks a, very pretty. Well, what I did in our front garden, I, I, I sort of did have some seeds, and sort of uh, a couple of months ago, I chucked a load of different seeds down like that. I think there's some carrots. I think there's some radishes. I think there's some maybe a lettuce thing. But now there's stuff growing but there's also tons of weeds growing and I don't know what leaves are what which is which so, <laughs> I don't know what to keep and it just looks like chaos we did do a bit of gardening last week so it's, it's not like just absolute rubbish at the moment but it's uh, our garden is like we do it and then the next morning there's like a Twix wrapper or a f- like suspicious looking scrap of tissue with something brown on it and you're like <laughs> thanks thanks neighbours we uh, yeah we don't have ours is my, yeah mine's not particularly regimented but it's kind of a purposefully and I, you know I'd, there's weeds I I definitely am in this if it's got pretty flowers or pretty interesting leaves it's allowed yeah <laughs> so you know but um, some of them you have to know if you can like pull them up and eat them yes potatoes I'm not, yeah carrots I understand <laughs> some of, they, they call them root vegetables I understand and you can eat them from the ground <laughs> that's what I've heard yeah. anyway sounds we've very got, far-fetched we've got carrots and all but they're in they're in a row okay two or three rows well, um, good. So yes I, I'm enjoying that the garden thing and keeping it flowering and we've had rain and you know it's been just a nice gardeny sort of thing uh, yeah. and my and my work is continues to be very interesting which is also really nice in these times Hmm. so yeah so i'm i've had a good week there you go how's your week been michael how are you i'm 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 I'm, okay i'm I'm in a good place (laughs) i'm in a good place i think do you know what i think last week i was a bit down but i think it's because my numbers look like they were going down (laughs) and all week i've been thinking like i'm on the tail and then today i looked at my numbers because i'm allowed once a week and it was like 
the last one was sort of like up again and there were some like really high ones again and I'm like so now I'm like that doesn't seem to be changing so I've sort of it makes a weird difference still even though I'm only allowed to do it once a week but maybe the echo's longer but I, I don't know I'm glad I've got my head out of like the roller coaster of every day um I've nearly finished learning Mandarin oh great 90 great. days that's useful <laughs> Um, I've probably got the intonations completely wrong there. Um, and we watched um, the, we watched the morning show. We we ended up doing the sort of Apple trial and watched that morning show, which was kind of weird to watch to start with because it was like this. I don't trust Apple not to just make this a slightly overly Apple filled world and not have any other stuff in it. But um, like as it progressed, it got. It was. It's got these sort of Me Too themes, um, and as it progresses, like it gets real sort of skin crawling stuff as you kind of see the um, the power dynamics and you know and you know beloved Michael Scott having sex with a young uh, um, sort of co-worker who is admiring him and in his mind he's like oh well no I'm not one of those people from I'm not Harvey Weinstein but like. You know, it's uh, it's bad when you actually start seeing it. I don't know what this thing is. It. The morning show. It's Jennifer Aniston and... Oh, um, that, okay. You know, I have seen that, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know which face, but I knew Jennifer Aniston was in it. Yeah, yeah. So it was, okay. it, like, if you really want to go, oh, yeah, like, men should not do that to women, if you didn't think that already. <laughs> like, I'm sort of glad that it's out there for loads of people to see, because it's like, oh, no don't do that this is horrible so yeah surprising surprisingly uh intense by the end um and yeah we've just been uh, going up as i said like to uh, we've, we've got a new position we sit in in the house and sort of have a little drink so we go for a date upstairs <laughs> it's like one <laughs> end of the bedroom we sort of open the window and just kind of like crane out there's always something going on like a car crashed into a car the other day <laughs> like there's always someone shouting there's people walking down it's it's quite fun but we've been watching these property porn videos as well so like in my mind it's like how am I going to get to one of those Shad Thames places with a view of Tower Bridge? You're going to have to sell a lot more apps. I'm going to have to sell... I'm going to have to add... I looked at the numbers. I'm going to have to add five more zeros, I think, before, <laughs> I guess, to my sales before that's going to... Maybe, like, three more zeros would... You know, I think two. Two or three more zeros, and I might get there. Um, and now, what's a zero? It's just an order Nothing. of magnitude. Um, we, yeah, anyway, yeah. so... Pretty good overall. We've been doing that, discovering new places to sit thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many, I wonder if that's a sort yeah. of a lockdown activity. Oh, I've never looked at the house from this angle before. <laughs> yeah. Never looked at the window. And so, but and because uh, Nick's not working, he's still obsessively making things to the point where our, our daughter's like, Daddy, can you stop making things? What's he <laughs> make? Can he make Again some with stuff? the ideas, she said this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but she but he he made uh we bought some iron table legs on the market once mm. upon a time for <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 10 or something and he's made a concrete top table wow. for the garden so we have now a new sitting position you know a new place to sit to have our coffee uh, and a new table in that particular <laughs> spot we need a new little table for our spot uh, well, I don't know how to make any. I need to learn how to make stuff with wood. I should do it. I should just start. But I'm too busy. Anyway, too busy. let's get on with this. Con it's messy this, as well. Yes. Yeah. 
stuff everywhere. But you need a yeah, decent let's... vacuum cleaner, which this space does not have. Okay, anyway. So, shall we talk about the value of human life? Does human life really have that much value of anchor? Or is it only people that are rich and particularly clean that, whose lives have value? <laughs> As the conservatives I like you. the particularly clean. Mm. Um, that's a nice little line. So, there's been a few things that have, like, floated across my timelines this week. There's been uh, the... the Somebody shared... I don't know if I actually sent you that tweet on, on Slack, but... Uh, Eaton's not planning to open till September at the earliest. Mm. Uh, and yet the government is encouraging children to go back to school in June. Mm. So, you know, send the plebs in first, <laughs> work out, you know, let's see what works and what doesn't. That's a bit, you know, it feels wrong. Uh, then so Cambridge she- University has announced that they will not be attempting to reconvene teaching in person till 2021 so they're committed a number of bigger companies with uh are you know have made such pronouncements but yet uh, there's this sort of idea that for i know i completely understand some things can only be done in person and we need those and all that mm. but um but it, it, it does feel it does feel like your your life is of value but only if you do certain things or you come from a certain family or uh, you're in the luxurious position to, to I don't know, value your life over your... Well, it, it's very tricky. Anyway. If so, you can live without having to, I don't know, prostrate yourself to capitalism, then, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah, it's a very it's privileged serious. position to be. Oh, you know, it's kind of... So, so there's that, then there's that thing you said, you shared that uh, podcast about... Um, Elon Musk, which was chuckle worthy, absolutely worth listening to. Oh, how terrible t- he is! Well, I sort of, I was, I'd never bothered to check how terrible he is. <laughs> if Jeremy, I had sort of <laughs> thought he might be. I suspected he might be. Seems worse um, than Shuttleworth, doesn't he? He seems worse than a lot of people, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's no, pretty bad. <laughs> Shuttleworth's not a bad no, one. No, Shuttleworth's all right. It's just a nightmare. Uh, but he's not like actually. He's like, not actually nasty. People aren't dying like, under no. his, uh, you know. No, 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 no. So, um, and I think it's. Uh, uh, but yeah, there's definitely some some chuckly moments talking about Elon. I, th- I thought that that podcast was well worth we'll a listen. Put a link in the description. It's the intercept. Yeah. It's Mehdi Hassan. So he's this he's this interviewer that I like that doesn't take any shit and gets answers out of people, even if it does involve a lot of talking over people. Although the latest episode is interesting because it's edited weird. I've spotted that it's edited... He's talking to this woman, but her audio is sort of like ahead of his by like a second. So she's always like... She always starts by talking over him (laughs) with her answers. And it sort of like... It sort of feels like the tables have been turned, but then there's a really long pause before he follows up with the next question. So you're like, yeah, they've just got the timelines out of sync. How silly! Um, but yeah, we. I think uh, yeah, I enjoy. I enjoyed the pace of the of his actual podcast as well. And then and then weirdly, the other thing that came into my um, timelines was this podcast about sort of living well for longer type thing, and mm. uh, this idea of health span as well as lifespan. Mm. So you know, like living. Uh, so you know, like I think being able to live 
in a healthy body and not be in pain and not be ill certainly yes. has value. So expo- unnecessarily exposing people to danger that from which they can't recover. That's the thing about mm. it. It's like, you know, on the subject of, you know, who made the biggest sacrifice? The guy that bought the pencil making machine or the pencil <laughs> pencil maker. It's like, you know, OK, you, I'll give you some time, but I'm not giving you my my health. Who set up the le- who took the time to set up the limited company and set up the tax? <laughs> yeah, that takes like five minutes. Plus, he got someone else to do all that anyway. Yeah, he so just paid an accountant. <laughs> didn't physically go into a space for 40 hours or 50 hours every week to do some bull- no. Um, so yeah, value of life, quality of life, longevity versus I I I I, I just that just you made me think of the game that was it called the Game Changers that documentary you recommended about how I was right about veganism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I remember it. I, I like that documentary because um, it I, says I'm right. Yes, and I and I've been picturing. Uh, I just I want to be like a like a 75 year old muscle man. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's given me that picture. I'm like, yeah, but actually, like my uncle uh, Annette's husband, you know, Peter is, um, he's he's sort of he's like in his seventies, and he's just like get out and go, moving around all the time, like really healthy, and that's what I'm sort of aspiring to. Other, unlike yeah. my sort of grandfathers who were sort of like, well, I think I'm not going to get the giant beer belly and the giant double chins because I don't drink. So I think that's probably the cause of most of that. So you I've do always do worried lots of snacking, no, Michael. You do a lot of snacking. Yeah, as you get older, I think one of the one of my uncles, he has always been extremely active, mountain biking climbing all these kind of things which he still tries to he's in his 70s now his problem is now more and more he has no one to go with Mm, and i think that becomes a bit not you know because as people become more you know as your friends become older as well and they might have a different attitude that can become that could become tricky Mm. i was one one uh uh, thing i'll i'll send you a link to this podcast which i haven't listened to the to until the end which is this health span one because it's like an hour and a half i mean who's got an hour and a half to sit and listen to a podcast in one sitting hmm? Hmm? michael <laughs> uh not me busy. They, uh, all my they, time uh, is accounted for they, but he talked about the fact that uh for example he said you know there's loads of medical evidence to say that for every hour you jog you add an hour to your life and he miserable said, and hour that you could have spent sitting down. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But he said. He said. I. But he. I mean. He's obvious. He, this was a neuroscientist. I think he is. Uh, yeah, neuroscientist who had. Who's like act, actively looking into things to do with longevity, and he, and he does lo- actively lots of things to stay well. But he said, "I really, really hate jogging." Yeah. So, in that particular equation, I would rather not have. If it gave me two yeah. hours for every hour, but you know, it's a trade-off. I never just buy to, that. That uh, well, I'd rather just have a fun life, and drink than like. No, I, but no, no, no. I, but I don't think. I think uh, we're we're veering into potentially dangerous territory but the point of this this particular conversation was that you you still have a choice 
you have to know what you're you know like if he doesn't if you don't want to do a thing if it's you don't want to jog because you really really hate it then don't jog there are other things you can do you don't have to do the jogging thing that hour for sorry could row just go for it. He power walks, power this wolf. dude does. Oh, no, I just don't like the sound of this guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> does his life have value if I don't like him? Do, how do we... <laughs> Come That's on, let's get back question. onto this bloody topic. Okay, like, so we think topic. that... that you, you sent that article that said, um, so Good who's job. doing well, who's doing bad, and how does that connect with... Give me your assessment on all this, your analysis. My, 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 my analysis on it all is that if you are making human life-centric decisions, so you're optimising for preservation of life and health, hmm. then your corona numbers are smaller, both in infections and in deaths and or people who have died and all those those things and it doesn't have to be there are countries that are doing really badly the US the UK Russia and Brazil all of whom had the Spain's in the top five as well um I don't know what what's happening in Spain or what but these these four the these these other four are just not covering themselves in any kind of glory in terms of the respect they're showing their citizens. Hmm. And we think this is because they're more concerned with keeping the GDP going and they value profit over people and rather than vice versa. They forget that the only reason for money to exist is for the use by human beings, not the other way around. Exactly. So that that article that we were sharing, that which was about you know like the 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 welfare state has been in the UK has been efficiencies out of safety. Mm, yeah. It's like there's not all of these things are not. If you only count the money, mm. <laughs> then you get a different result for if you weigh up the money against human life mm. or you weigh up the money against sustainability of the planet or you know like if you go with a kate rawworth model versus a growth model Hmm. then you're going to get a different you're going to get different behaviors and you're not necessarily they're not necessarily going to be worse behaviors Hmm. um but they might it may mean that a billionaire doesn't have 113 billion dollars maybe they only have a hundred billion dollars because they paid their non-billion dollars (laughs) Well, yeah, uh, well, yeah they, like <laughs> they paid their staff a living wage. They looked after them, and there are there are billionaires out there. If you're a billionaire, but, you should be paying your staff an extravagant wage. Really, yeah. I think like a living wage is setting the goals, setting, setting it too low. Like if quite, you manage yeah, to make yeah, a yeah. company that's making you billions of dollars, you need to be paying your staff millions of pounds in wages. Like, what, what's yeah, yeah, wrong yeah. with you if you're not doing yeah. that? Um, so so yeah so so we've got these kind of company the these countries that don't value individuals mm. including the UK and then they or with the current government and then you've got companies that don't value the individuals so people like Elon Musk who are contravening uh, and ignoring all public health advice in the state mm. of California and going well I can afford, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to make me shut down? Yeah, I'm same, opening for business. Yeah, reopening and saying, well, same you, they Amazon. can come and arrest me if they want. And then they yeah. back down. So just just literally sort of above the law because he's so wealthy. And, and you know, we like, we sort of feel like California is this, uh, 
I, I guess I think we sort of imagine it as a more humane place than it really is. Well, I think it has. It's a uh, like uh, I've never lived there, but I've been, I've been mm. there a few times and read a bit about it. So you've got this like Silicon Valley unicorn company thing going on Mm. which is like driven up rent in san francisco it's got Mm. massive homelessness problems it's got you know there's this sort of extreme wealth extreme poverty thing going on in san francisco at least i don't know that much about la but they have you know that that, anyway and then you've got as a uh, balance to that for they called themselves a sanctuary state at Mm. one point so i don't know if that's still in place or what's going on with trump's getting rid of migrants agenda mm-hmm. but uh, california set itself up as a uh, as a as a safe place for people to go who mm-hmm. were um seeking refuge or needing refuge so they they sort of ideologically there's some there's some hippie you know liberal goodness floating yeah. around but then uh, it's, just, it's still america and, and i think <laughs> you have to help itself of, you have to remember that like a lot of these successful startups are sort of breaking sort of like labor laws um to sort of you know the gig so economy stuff yeah. and they're doing a lot of that and they're just being allowed to get away with it yeah, uh, but yeah. you can listen to all of that on the on you know on medi's podcast and yeah. um but and, and we can attest to the fact that like working in these digital startups and stuff they they largely make you work ridiculous like this sort of working or staying up all night where it's not even digital startups just digital companies like this idea of staying up all night and working on pitches and making stuff and and you know this that's all part of the culture to not you know not look after yourself whether they however they encourage you whether they whether it's seemingly done through rewards like pizza and beer and you know uh, yeah. never-ending snack bars but ultimately they want you to work far far longer than is healthy or frankly legal yeah and I'm, I'm happy to i'm happy to i'm gonna have a little rant rantlet about that and just say like every single startup i've worked for over the last few years has been i just it dawned on me over time that they were just all they really wanted to do was work me as hard as possible and burn me out and that's yeah. just what kept happening i'd work 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 burn out and i sort of wanted to do it because i sort of you know i, I wouldn't I, I sort of get invested in the thing and i want to yeah. make it succeed but it's hard and it's a lot of work and at a certain point i was like I, I i was starting to look for like a company that might actually try and think about my needs and look after me a bit of course i ended up joining a company uh run by a coke addict that wouldn't didn't do anything and never turned up and like i ended up doing everything so that was fun um no no no, i'm off it um that i am this time well last time i told you i was off it i was high i'm like well how do i know what you're not high now well literal conversation i had with someone i worked for um but um but my but now so the 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 difference now is like the difference between like having my own thing and starting to make some money from that by whatever freakish coincidences and convergences of luck. Because you're you're really clever. I'm so clever and I deserve it and I planned it and it's all my thanks to me. It's like usually if I was making money, I would be aware that there was this time bomb going to go off sometime soon. Like usually it'd be like that the clock is ticking now on how long I can survive this, yeah. and um, but. It's strange getting used to a situation where there isn't that kind of time bomb ticking. But it's still like I, I internalise that overworking of myself. So it's not like the companies 
a kind of um, antagonistically forcing us to work too hard and stay up all night. It's just we've all sort of internalised this need to get stuff done, get stuff out there, that deliver the project, deliver the pitch, deliver everything at all costs. And to just come back to that insight of um, my friend, we forget that it's not, it shouldn't be about the project, it should be about the people involved with the project. And if something's seem good for the project and bad for the people, then it's, well, what's the point it's of doing not, a project yeah. that's bad for everyone that's working on it? Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we need to think about yeah. the value of the lives and not so yeah. much about how much success it, yeah. or money we're going to find. Yeah. Totally. And I, and I think I think what adds, I mean, I, to, I absolutely agree that nobody made me stay up and burn out repeatedly and get covered in hives. That's just <laughs> my... But but the, the the culture also did nothing to tell me to go home and mm. have a rest. But so then the other uh, sort of in addition to all of this, I think, or another side of it is the fact that people like Elon Musk, and I, I raised this in the last. We were talking about something to do with Big Pharma recently. Oh, and the uh, debt to civic society, but they. But he actively seeks public money to help prop up and fund his company. So he'll have very happily have the handouts to do with, you know, encouraging electric cars or solar panels or whatever it is. But then being a responsible member of that society and ultimately saving that public purse money on unnecessary illness and unnecessary uh, deaths of people. He's got no interest in participating in that sort of aspect of, oh, yeah, yeah, can, well, can, I, can I have the money uh, from the society and this is how I'm going to pay it, this is how I'm going to contribute or help shore up the system for other people. It's not... You know, like if he keeps, he's happy to take from the public purse, and I, I have no data or intro or knowledge of his tax payments. But it's not contribution to society isn't just in taxes; it's also in good, responsible behaviour. So, so another part of like another thing that is is endemic in that I don't value people's lives. Um, I also don't value contributing to, to society, to the welfare state. But if I need it, I'll happily have a handout. Yeah, the hypocrisy of someone claiming claiming bene- claiming yeah, state benefits when yeah. they sort of are vocally anti that sort of thing yeah, at the yeah, same no, time. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and like it, you can open it, source yeah. your bloody whatever. But anyway, I, I think everyone's... I think people are... I saw a TikTok with a woman ranting about something that just reminded me how most people don't see this sort of thing at all so most people live in this completely different world where they're businessmen and they're brilliant and anything they do is amazing and we should look up to them and actually like Wintergatan, and i feel like he's this guy that makes those machines and he's the last couple of videos he started by going on about how much he likes elon musk and wants to kind of follow the way Elon Musk works and it's like are you aware of the stuff that's going on it's not a good time to be uh he's got like millions of subscribers and it's like yeah but you know that he didn't really invent that he's just yeah that's the thing yeah this idea that because a person became a billionaire that is entirely down to them Mm. (laughs) is that's the thing that you end up I think coming back to 
Switzerland has like 200 referendums every year. I think I read this somewhere. Go on. Right. And they're kind of doing the thing that I think more countries should be doing. And, and well, because they have so many of, they keep going to the people and asking them, it means that their state is all run around kind of infrastructure and what benefits the citizens Instead of as well, I talked to my dad about it this week. Instead of as he put it, like these swinging competitions that you get when it's all about like versus this other country or GDP or all those yeah. kinds of things. And you have, Switzerland's actually this really, this really kind of like well run. The, the, the infrastructure is just really well put together. So I yeah. asked my dad a couple of follow up questions on this and said, "Well, what about that?" Because I always felt like if there was a lot of referenda, then like the press would end up having a disproportionate amount of control. But he said, like, they, they redid an, a referendum because some misinformation had been put out. Yeah. So, like, um, like if, you, if you do involve people more directly on a more regular basis, you probably would end up with something that worked for people more than for, you know, um, lobbyists of businesses. I asked him about the army situation as well, and he says they haven't got a standing army. I mean, maybe you know this, I didn't know this, but... Um, but everyone goes. Everyone get. Everyone has to do military service, and everyone owns yeah. a gun. But bullets are very carefully controlled, so you have to account like in paper trail for every single bullet. Um, but so, like, if someone did try and invade, they'd probably have some problems <laughs> on their hands. Yeah, they, I, I, yeah. I don't know though how. I know Switzerland is extremely expensive. Yes. So I don't know how whether that whether it's expensive for the citizens or not. I don't know. I don't know what the quality of life is like. So I know. I so I I am aware of these sorts of things, but I'm also aware of the fact that it's not unheard of for somebody to have an eighty year mortgage. So you know, it's likely that children will inherit the opportunity to continue to pay a mortgage rather mm. than inherit a property. Not that I think property is necessarily where it's all at, but it's just an illustration of a difference. So I don't know. I know. You know, it's nice to travel through Switzerland. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's <laughs> not like camping. we can just go there and live there ourselves. But um, I just sort of Googled inequality, like income inequality, and I, uh, it's, I think it scores relatively well on it yeah, I think it's... In, inequality measure. The highest earning make, on average, 40 times what an average household in the bottom 20% made. So the highest 20% makes about 40 times what the bottom 20% makes. So that sounds not too bad compared to hundreds of times more, which I think yeah, is the I, case. I know and... how to count to 40. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know how to count to 160, but that if you visualise 160 people, 
and one person using the same resources as those 160 people, <laughs> you start to feel a bit sick. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think if you do kind of involve the people more, it sounds like you get something that works for the people more. And they're a very Probably. rich company, country. So yeah, that's yeah, for sure. they've, got, they've got lots of money. In fact, they've got most people's money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, uh, yeah, they say it's a different... Uh, I did I have a Swiss friend once who said, she said, yeah, yeah, it's great, lovely. Mm-hmm. But, you know... It's a bit boring. <laughs> Nothing to complain about. Well, this is no uh, highs, this no is, lows. This is what David Lynch is obsessed with. It's this, uh, this um, just seeing the beauty in the mundane because people, you know, back fifty years ago, there was we were scared of the world ending and the, like actually, I am going to really enjoy in hopefully one or two years' time, I think I'm going to find a newfound appreciation of just being able to walk into a shop and get something and walk out again. And it's the stuff that we forget because we're spoiled and everything seems boring and we go looking for trouble. And I think that's probably part of this whole Brexit stuff. Yeah, totally. Even though, you know, massive inequality aside, like I think a lot of people have got a bit too comfortable and bored and that uh, just means they start inventing stuff to get angry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this idea that, you know, seeking a, a boring life is seen somehow as unambitious <laughs> and actually boring isn't negative necessarily. Boring is sitting and having time to think and yeah. having time to just, you know, not worry. I am you struggling. Know. I am struggling with it a bit, like trying to kind of remembering to be grateful I, I it's like this is my time to do whatever i want and it's so hard for me to get out of this mindset of like i've just got to wait for this like this 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 payment from apple so that i can buy this thing so that i can start doing this thing so that i can get this you know if i need a fair phone like i need a thing or like thinking about oh well maybe in two or three years time we'll be able to move somewhere really nice and like um if i can grow but like it's so hard to just go just try and come back and just be grateful for today and appreciate the mundane and appreciate the absence. Well, that's the thing. It's hard to appreciate the absence of problems. Yeah. Like you can, you just tend to find problems so that you've got something to occupy yourself with. So anyway, I'm just, I don't want to kind of get too bogged down in that because we're. um, Yeah. But I think that's, but that's, I I think that's a, that is important in that whole conversation around the value of life. It's very easy to, to be dismissive of other people's lack of space. They're bored. Like, you know, if, if, if I'm building my success off somebody else being constantly worried, that's mm. not cool. If those people, those people may then, you know, do you know what I mean? That's really good. That TikTok you shared with that woman talking about happiness being fleeting and just, uh, you know, the... the, the well, I want to do an episode that, on that because, on that. like, uh, you know, I, I talk, I think a lot about happiness, but it, it is, it's a funny thing. And it I think she thing. opened up a conversation we can have about that. But yeah, like happiness but, is a fleeting emotion. And what was she saying? Yeah. It was like, we need to she, think in terms of... It, it was about appreciating the moments yeah. because as, you know, the, the, these, I mean, my dad used to say that to me. It's like, you know, you go on feeling a bit 
sad today and a bit unhappy and he'd be like well you know life he was always you know he drew a graph and he'd go you know life has these ups and downs and sometimes there's nothing you can do but wait for it to pass but equally the same happens on the other side as well where you have these happy moments and Mm. just you know so it's like uh um i think there is something about that that old curse is that you know i wish for you to live in interesting times as a but I think this whole um, the value the value people are placing on individual lives is it's going it's going to be critical to how we get on with solving all these other problems that still haven't gone away, like the 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 climate crisis and, yeah. and Brexit. You know, Brexit's not a mm. bigger problem than than COVID by any stretch of the imagination. But those kind of atti- those conversations, if they're not going to be had in the context of human life, then their outcome is not going to be positive. Uh, and and just to include all humans in that conversation because Mm. one of the biggest problems is only including some humans and making arbitrary distinctions about whose life has more value and and we think that an asylum seeker's life we officially our country seems to put no value on their lives well, we've when? pulled out of that. We the the, the um, yesterday was it yesterday or the day before? I think we've you know we've helped X number of an accompanied unaccompanied minors enter this country. So unaccompanied asylum seeking minors, I think, mm-hmm. is their proper title. But we've just stopped participating. We've we've we're not playing that game, you know. And and it's like you know we we have so many prominent people in this country that were part of that were saved Croatia, from Nazi Germany. No, no, sorry, sorry the UK. UK. Sorry, yeah, suddenly yeah, sorry. I was like, was she no, talking no. about? No, no, no. <laughs> the uh, the uh, let's not talk. You know, the the mm. uh, least said about something. But uh, so the UK has totally pulled out of saving the unaccompanied refugee children so penny pinching attitude that costs human life and to and it's i i think it's like a like delayed gratification problem for these people it's like they want to kind of find a saving now and how like to underestimate the not just the value of a human life but the value that that human life if treated well will generate like if yeah. if you just give it 20 years like or would if, be so yeah. much more or the cost of those human lives that you don't value the you know the afghanistan civilians that are going to grow up with a fierce anger about those countries that are sending in drones and making them live in constant terror actual yeah, yeah, yeah. daily terror because of this other country didn't like being scared for 10 seconds once like i oh, know no, no, you're going to be scared every day all the time and you're going to be constantly motivated to find ways to take us down. Like, it's just like, no, we've got to kind of get that short-term feeling of progress. And then we forget that a human life has a duration to it and people of each... One person can achieve an awful lot. And um, if you stop thinking of people um, that don't look the same as you as less than you, then we will ne- you'll never value their lives and you'll never do things to help them and you'll always think of them as others and we'll end up with systems that massively discriminate against them and when there's a pandemic, loads of them will die but then you'll die too because you 
forgot that you needed them. But and and I also think that you know when everyone's doing these efficiency countings and all this. <laughs> frankly we should do like this. a whole episode on just the efficiency um yeah probably cult yeah. of efficiency yeah cult of efficiency would probably be a good one yeah. yeah so anyway i think that it is very hard to take a human politician seriously who can't make decisions that are to the benefit of the health of the humans that they represent Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, if you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com. You can subscribe there and find all the stuff we've talked about and join us on Patreon and click on our links. Where can people find you? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. You can find me at Michael Forrest on Twitter and you can find us both on Slack. Oh, yes. But it's behind a paywall. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, look, we, we'll have to start paying for Slack anyway, so it sort of makes sense that it would be a Patreon That's reward. True. Um, yeah, goodtohit.co.uk slash free, come and get that. And um, restaurantsbrighton.co.uk slash food hyphen gifts hyphen Sussex. Food gifts, not food gifts. gifts not gifts. 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 <laughs> food gifts Sussex. So go, go and do that in uh, on Restaurants Brighton. You don't have to be in Brighton. No. Do you have to be in the UK, probably? Yeah, probably do. Probably. Okay. Some and, of them um, might ship internationally, I don't know. <laughs> okay. But give me a chance. All right. <laughs> All right. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, he's coming out on Tuesday. Bye. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.